0: So he says that he had turtles growing up, and she just starts laughing and says, "Oh my God, were you a weird kid growing up?" And that's just the funniest thing. I laughed so hard, and then she kept on like cracking jokes
1: about it. She's like, "I know, were they like support turtles, or you know what? What are they?" Yes. And, uh... What up? What up? We're back. We are back for episode three. Uh, this is kind of a retake. We started a little bit ago, but I'm just going to start the same thing that we did a little bit ago. Matt James, yes, is pitching
0: like a one hitter. One hitter. You know, he's no no runs have scored. We are he's still absolutely rookie of the year. Uh, maybe a Cy Young winner. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. I want to say no hitter,
1: but we'll get to it at some point in this podcast. Later on, there was something he did that I said, first time Matt, what are you doing, bro? But you know, with three episodes in before he actually did something. Um, I, I question a little bit. I think he's great. He's a great bachelor. Yeah. I, I'm super hyped for him. Um, this episode, there were some fun moments. It turned into the Sarah show a little bit. It did uh, coined by Victoria, but, uh, From the very beginning, it started with a cold open. I guess this is a a trend that's going to be happening this season of, hey, we're going to show a clip that's like 10 seconds, and then on to the actual show.
0: I don't know. It's kind of confusing. I am confused, though. I guess we'll see. Because normally, yeah, they have, like, the bloopers. If they did the bloopers at the beginning, then I would be all here for it. Because whenever Matt was, like, hiccuping, hysterical i i oh yeah i thought that was great uh but they aren't doing it that way so
1: <laughs> they're not doing it that way but they did a lot of fun things in this episode or let's say uncomfortable things so last episode ended with sarah of all people uh kind of like fainting doing her thing she had something going on and yeah, so the episode kind of picks up from that rose ceremony of what's going on with Sarah. Matt takes her outside and is, like, talking to her and making sure she's okay. She seemed like she was perfectly fine. And uh, Matt puts his jacket around her. All the other girls are watching. Some of the other girls are, like, making a joke about it, which I thought in the time was a little insensitive of how you, you don't know, like, what's going on with her, actually. Uh, but, yeah. I think you'll see a theme in this episode that Michael might take up for
0: Sarah more than I will. Uh, I might be like a little bit like Matt. I just like uh, am compassionate for every single person that I come in contact with and might not be able to immediately see their flaws. Um, I, I feel like Matt could marry 20 of these women and yeah. live a happy life with all 20 of them. I have no idea what he's going to do.
1: Yes, so this this rose ceremony. <sighs> Victoria gets the last rose. There's no more ABC bigger ABC moment than that. Uh, after everything that she said, it did last episode. The whole build up to the Maryland stuff, and didn't did did Maryland get an orchid instead of a rose? Did he give her an orchid on the way out? <laughs> And say, hey, I can't give you this rose, but That's I can a give you point. an orchid.
0: That 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 <laughs> honestly does make a lot more sense. Um, my only question is, like, if Mar- like a scale of 1 to 10 on the exciting scale, what would you rank Maryland? Like a 3? Three? Oh, is being generous. I, I know. mean,
1: Yes, 3 or below.
0: So, yeah, so it's not like Matt sent, like, uh... It's not like Matt sent Rachel home or like someone that that I think has like promise. He sent Marilyn home and I was like, okay. now at the beginning, I didn't understand it. By the end of this episode, Victoria slowly gaining in the ranks right now. She
1: is. I'm glad you said that. There were a few things she said that were spot on. And I'm just going to ask you now, since you brought it up. We had a, a buyer sell statement last episode. And I, I asked, I said, are we sure that the girls don't like Victoria? Ooh. Like secretly. Because once again, going back to the, the Nick Viles season, the Corinne, you know, everybody's like, oh man, Corinne, she's so much. But when you talk to all the girls, they're like, yeah. oh, we loved her. She was awesome. And she was like a friend of the house. So we kind of secretly wondered, is Victoria that way with the girls? Last episode, we were both like, no, there's no way the girls like her. After this episode, are we 100% sure that she doesn't have more friends in that house than we
0: think? I don't know. It's it's one of two things. It's either yes, that she that she does have friends, or people have seen how Victoria is ruthlessly brutal to people, and they don't want to get on her bad side. I don't know which one is which, because she... Uh, dominated Marilyn to sending Marilyn home. And then she dominated Sarah to where Sarah had this like mental breakdown and like sent Sarah home. Like uh, it was, it's, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> she, yes, she could be scaring people uh, into being
1: uh, nice to her or yeah. to liking her. But so she gets, the, she gets the final rose. This is not one of those things to where we hold it. or I don't hold it against bachelors or bachelorettes. Because we think it's a, a pure p- producer thing. Like, I don't think he, he knows that he's not going to end up with Victoria, yes. but they want to keep Victoria around because she does bring a lot of, uh, drama and tension in the house. But I just love how at the end of this, after we tell the other girls goodbye, Victoria in a snap of fingers changes her target. And it's like, all right, Maryland's gone my focus is on sarah and yes. that's the uh,
0: that's my new target see like up until that point or like what we have seen is sarah hasn't been drama so it's like sarah faints and victoria immediately like is like she's faking it like she's just trying to get attention right now and whenever i first saw it i i actually like felt for her because she had a rose so i'm like there's no reason that she should have faint be fainting to get attention yeah. and uh So I don't know if she did something before that or if Victoria has no sympathy for anyone at any at any time. I would believe either of those statements. (laughs) Um,
1: So we did we did say goodbye. We did say we're moving all the segments around in this in this episode. But we did say uh, rest in peace to five. I think it's five, A right? Big five rip. of the yes, ladies who five. went home. Michael, can you
0: list off the ladies who went home? I can because I read an article, not because I could tell from this episode, because literally they just show Marilyn and nobody else. Like we get nobody's name, nothing. I, at first, I thought he just sent her home. And then uh, upon further investigation, he sent home Alana, the spaghetti girl. He sent home Ileana, the meatball girl, which would have been my top two girls to also go home if they shove food in my face. Uh, A girl named Kristen, who was a lawyer from New Jersey. Know nothing about her. And Sydney, a marketing specialist from Nashville. uh, Not Sydney, the ex-New York Knick uh, basketball dancer from like three years ago. (laughs) I had no clue who
1: Sydney was when we talked about this before. So I had to go back and look to see who Sydney actually was. Um, So yeah, we, it's, it was kind of a weird start because the rose ceremony was a to be continued type thing from last episode. So they kind of wrap up the rose ceremony and then they go into the whole day, which Chris Harrison said at the very beginning, everybody's going to be like, get time with Matt this week. You're either going to be on a group date or you're going to be, you know, on a a one-on-one with him. This first group date on a scale of awkwardness, where like scale one to ten, like where are we where are we putting this date?
0: Because this has never happened before on a bachelor show, right? Uh, no, this only happened because Chris Harrison wrote his own erotic novel. However, we want to classify this type of of uh, writing. What was in, what was interesting was I will bring up my mother in law often because she's in my small circle of people. Uh, that I interact with during during this whole pandemic, but also because she watches this show. And she said that sh- that this was one of the most awkward, uncomfortable dates she's ever seen, like on the show. And my wife reiterated it, and I didn't think it was that uncomfortable. I thought some people made it uncomfortable, but if I was on this date, I am a uh, a, 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 um, a, um, soothsayer of sorts. I, I love using words. I felt like I could have done this in like a classy way. Some people didn't do it in a classy way, but if it's just about falling in love with somebody, you could make that happen. So you're (laughs)
1: saying, so you're saying you would be totally comfortable writing out a sex scene for,
0: um, no, no, I could, um, (laughs) I could, um, (laughs) Use words to describe me falling in, 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 in love with somebody. And, uh, because I took
1: the data as like, they, they had to write out a steamy scene and was I don't, did I, mean, it I don't to have be? Chris.
0: I guess maybe I it thought did. It,
1: yes. I thought it, uh, I thought it, it did, you know, I'm not well versed in Chris Harrison's uh, book world. I, I know, you know, you and Zara read through that book together. <laughs> But I haven't read a book I, I, in who knows how in, in who knows how how long. But no. So, OK, so backstory to the day, just to remind you, whenever you listen to this. So the girls walk in for this group date and the lights are off into this in this room. And there's a, a lady reading this very steamy uh, paragraph. Let's just say that. And the lights come on. <clears throat> it's actually Ashley I. And it's like, whoa, kind of spoiler. I didn't know she's going to be I know. on the show. And, uh, yeah, so she's on the show and that's the challenge for the rest of the girls. They actually bring in all the other girls to be an audience, but the girls on the group date have to write out their own steamy scene. So of course, Victoria's on this date and I'm like, there's no telling what hers is going to be, but they make a plug, uh, for Chris Harrison, uh, Chris Harrison's book. They obviously had to make uh, the plug with that, but, uh, Honestly, I it was okay. It was weird, super weird. And for some of the girls, it was very uncomfortable oh, yes. for them. Oh, yes. I would have been very uncomfortable writing something like this, uh, especially for other people to hear. But for the more outgoing personalities like Katie and Victoria, uh, Katie gave Victoria a run for her money
0: uh, whenever she read hers. Obviously because of Katie's limo entrance we knew that she was going to come locked and loaded um yes. for this group date and she did uh and uh that's all i have to say on that <laughs> my, okay my man my, my man Matt James though
1: he had to go first and <laughs> when he stood up there at the very beginning and said mmm, chocolate cake I'm like <laughs> Whoa! What's going on? What, what 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 kind of line? What kind of line is this? But no, yeah, for Katie's and especially Victoria's, it was so bleeped out. That it felt like you know the mics on referees were still on at a uh, NBA basketball game. Yes. It was just bleep left and right. I think the best part of the whole date was seeing all the other girls' faces whenever they would hear you know Victoria's or Katie's or some of that, and just the uncomfortableness on their faces and on Matt's face too. But I yeah I don't even know how what else to say about the date. It was creative, I guess. But uh,
0: weird. It was only creative because Chris wanted to plug his book. And uh, Chris has no shame at this point. Uh, I think he uh, thinks that he can just... I I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. Uh, but yeah, I just wrote Katie Next Level Yikes in my description because I couldn't handle it. Um, I I put, what is Victoria wearing? Because i i don't theme for the whole show yes 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 this was like she like brought i i don't know she's just interesting uh rachel couldn't handle this date which makes me um more like rachel because uh i don't i don't think that i i i don't know i don't know okay well let's just
1: transition to rachel because she's my next bullet point here So, it, it goes from that day, a natural group day, goes to, like, the hangout scene and, like, the cocktail hangout a- hour, basically. Rachel's, like, one of his first people he talks to, like, one-on-one. What is she doing? He goes in to kiss her, and she's, like, awkward about it. Not, like, she's kissing him and not really back. She leans back and says, oh, you wanted to go for that. What? I know. We're, Barb and I both look at each other. I actually rewound it just to hear her say it. I'm like, did she really just say Did she, like like low-key complaining or what you really just told matt like you really you know you really wanted to go for that didn't? Like, i'm like so i was just i don't know i my thoughts on her if she's top four or not ha, just goes like a roller coaster every episode
0: i down. don't she's i don't think she's currently on my top four but she's pretty close up to there see i took that as like uh she was uncomfortable on that date uh, and then she has to like, listen to these other women say all of these explicit things about her man, and then she just might yeah. not have mentally been ready to like kiss him. Hey, props to her.
1: That's true. Props to her, and I think she got the rose. I might be she mistaken about that. She but, did, which is why okay. I am
0: saying that. If she didn't get the rose, then it would have failed, but obviously it worked, because I think that Matt was like, oh, wait, yes, I, I don't think I want Katie who could, uh, in <laughs> graphic detail right things that I don't even, (laughs) yeah. So, uh, yeah.
1: Um, he talks with Brie. I'm just, Brie was in my top four last week. Brie is number one for me. Wow. There's a tier of she's one and the others are, you know, two, three, four. I love everything about Brie and yes, she, she's absolutely amazing. (sighs) This group date then gets taken over by none other than Sarah. What, what are you doing? Any, anybody who, goes and enter has it ever worked in your in the history of the show has it ever worked for somebody or at least made you look good for you to interrupt a date that you're not on and then especially a group date honey research the show okay this doesn't work this does never turns out in
0: your favor let's say this let let's say this right now all right I'm actually going to um because I am such a compassionate person and Uh, as I said, relating myself to, uh, Matt, let's say, all right, you as a Christian man, as a godly man and Barb as a godly woman, y'all are having like a great first date. And then Barb has to sit there and listen, like 20 women in graphic detail, explain, uh, how they want to pursue you. Are we sure she was there? I think she was. See, I don't even know.
1: I mean, she like clammed up in her room for like three weeks. It felt like. So I don't even know if she's there. But anyway, let's just say she. I there.
0: think she went to her room af- af- after that. So in this universe that she was there, um, we have seen way more egregious date interruptions, date takeovers than this. Um, I I thought it was interesting that Katie came to steal her back or like steal Matt back. And mm, Sarah yeah. was like, uh, nah, like I'm going to keep talking to him. And Matt was like, yeah, sorry, Katie. Uh, I'll see you later. Like I'm still talking with Sarah. That was interesting. I like, I wasn't ready for that. Um, but, uh, I, I think it got blown out of proportion. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So
1: I actually went back. I actually did some more homework on this. Yes. I went to last episode because I wanted to see how the one-on-one date between Sarah and Matt ended because, It this goes on a whole thing with Sarah to where at the end of this episode, then you're like, oh, she's like, is she leaving because family and all this stuff? I'm like, was she ever really in it? Like, that's my whole thing. So I'm like, okay, how how in was she when it came to the end of their one-on-one? And she was all in. Like, she was talking to him and it's like, you know, she was talking about Matt and they have that dinner. They talk about the family. He's all about her. He asked her of like, Hey, is there something that, like, I can, I wrote this down. Oh, here here we go. My notes wasn't scrolling down. Matt offers her. He's like, hey, what can I I be doing? What can I be doing to, like, show you and all this stuff? She even tells the producer, she said, I felt this calling to be here, especially with you as The Bachelor. I was like, okay, okay, you got the calling to be there. You love, you know, you're all about Matt. All this stuff. Matt even gives you. He kind of opens the door of like, all right, what do I need to do? He's offering it up, which I think turns out to be a mistake on Matt's part because then Sarah's like, all right, well, if he's going to offer, uh, I know what he can do. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge him to do some things here. She just gets insecure, and I think that at one point, and you know, Anna actually, which I can't stand Anna, but she has this comment. Yeah. She's like. She's like, nothing's been hard for you. To talking to Sarah later on, she's like, you've had a one on one. You interrupted this time. Like, Sarah's arguably had the most time of anybody on there. That's very and fair. And Sarah's sitting back. So, my whole thing is, I think Sarah's one of the girls that grew up getting everything they wanted any guy that they wanted, anything that she's wanted as far as like relationship wise. She gets in this situation, she goes on the one on one, and she's like, okay, cool, I'm all about Matt. Then she has to see him around other girls, and now she's getting really insecure, and then she gets like all upset about it. Then she wants the validation. So she goes and interrupts the group date and all of that. I actually laughed at Kate when Katie when Katie sat down on the other side of Matt while he was talking to Sarah and she sat on the other side. (laughs) So funny. But then him and Sarah get up and then they like make out behind this like little temporary wall type thing. And I'm like, all right, well, this is like weird at this point. But I don't know. I just what. Okay. Tell me this then. What did you think about her fake like half? I'm sorry. Moment to where she walked into the group date to the rest of the girls and were like, Hey, I just want to be the bigger person and tell you why I'm here. So, but I can't
0: tell you why I'm here. She said, I, she's (laughs) like, I had to tell him something that was on my heart. I'm like, do you know how many times the phrase it, something was on my heart I have heard in, like, a youth group or in, like, a church setting? She was making that beat. I'm like, that's, like, the wrong time to use this phrase. It doesn't make any sense right now. Uh, <laughs> no. So I can't fully defend her. Like I feel Like, I feel like I'm trying to, like, defend, I don't know, like, Andrew Wiggins as if someone is, like, Andrew Wiggins should be, like, the team's number one option. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, like, he's, like – a fine NBA player. He shouldn't just be like thrown off of his team or something.
1: Yes. She just, she tried to defend it so much of, Hey, I just want to tell y'all that I'm here and why I'm here and just let you guys know why I'm here. And then Victoria calls it out and says, but you haven't let us know why you're here. And she, cause she never did. She's like, well, that's just between me and Matt. And they're like, Hey, you could have just waited, which she could have. So she, she naturally put that target on her back at that moment. She goes back to the house and then she's just like, you know, she's up in her room for, for a while. Um, so then I guess this date ends. Then it's time for Serena P's date, which shocking can't even get started because Matt shows up the next day oh to get gosh. Serena P. And homegirl Sarah's just chilling in her room. And this was the moment that he gave up a hit for me that somebody somebody got on first and he gave up the no hitter he's like oh i got to go see sarah i got to go see what's wrong with her nah bro no
0: well not just that not just that he went to her like <laughs> like like i think the idea that the idea that she was like in her room for for like days i guess is pretty wild i didn't think that you could do that but i guess that you can but so he goes to her room he jumps on that bed Faster than I've ever seen a human being jump on a bed like he wanted on top of her on top of her. It was wild, wild. And then she still to like make her feel better. He said that he would literally come to her room every single day Uh, to make sure that she knows that he still likes her. Uh, That was the that that was the move. I don't think it was the going to the room. It was that statement. I've never heard a bachelor ever make that statement. It's wild.
1: He had a line too when he was talking to her after that, when they were sitting on the couch and she told him for the first time, she's crying. She's like, I'm just thinking about going home. And he looks at and he goes, oh, that would be a tragedy. And it just sounded like the most like opera Broadway line in the universe. But I think he actually meant it because yeah, he followed up like, hey, if I have to come to your room every single day, I'll do that. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like you're super nice, but this, that would, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, he finally, like, leaves her. She does her thing. He comes back, and he gets Serena P. I just want to say, Serena P, I didn't know much about her, but walking out of this date, she's in my top four. She is. Interesting. So, Barb, Barb finally has somebody else that she really, really likes. She loves Abigail, but Abigail's been, like, a no-show. She's, like, hardened in the playoffs (laughs) these past, like, few episodes, and... She actually took her own shot at Sarah, which was kind of surprising. Did. She did. But, but Barb loves Serena. After this date, I swear, Barb said a million times during this date, I just love her. She's so much fun. She's so much genuine. She just bragged on her the entire time. And I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't disagree. I liked everything about it. They went horseback riding. They had a date. I literally just said, she's awesome. And you actually had a tweet about uh, a past pet that he had that he
0: told her. It, it, that, see, that part was so funny. I'm just being real. If a girl said that to me, like I don't know, it's, there's like some 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 relationships are okay with like with like uh, a good like prodding, a good poking and uh, I'm just not that type of person. <laughs> I, 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 and so and so yeah, so yeah, so he says that he had turtles growing up and she just starts <laughs> laughing and says, "Oh my god, were you Oh my god, were you a weird kid growing up?" And that's <laughs> the funniest thing
1: i laughed so hard and then she kept on like cracking jokes about it she's like i know were they like support turtles or you know what what are they yes. and uh, i just laughed so much she yeah she has like the confidence but she like could take shots at him too and one i i would hate a horseback riding date i'm sorry i just don't like riding horses they freak me out i don't think i've ever and, actually
0: ridden a horse before
1: I did it one time. It was only because Barb loves horses. It was always like a dream of hers. So I took her on a horseback riding date. And honestly, I'll probably never do it again. And that's fine with me. Yeah, no, no. But they had had a picnic. They attempted to make one of those boards. I don't even know how to say that word. Charcuterie boards. There you go. The expensive expensive Lunchables.
0: Yes, I actually texted you because you posted a meme on your Instagram, like, I don't know, like two months ago. And it made me laugh because uh about how charcuterie boards are, are just expensive lunchables, and I'm like, hey, send me this meme so I can post it.
1: <laughs> it's good I feel like half my Instagram is is full of those things now of people making it's those. So it's so weird. Like
0: the- I don't I understand. But did you see Matt James's video about him making his own charcuterie board at home? It was so funny.
1: Yes. Oh, I love it. I love yeah, Matt James during like just live tweeting and posting during
0: why uh, his show
1: he- he he did a, like a self self thing, which Barb and I have noticed this too. Of uh, when he kisses a girl, he's like, "This is the look of like when somebody kissed me." His eyes are open so much, and it, like it's just hilarious. He cracks fun fun about it. And uh, but yeah, they had donkeys that walked up at the end. They oh, took God. Polaroid no, pi- no. pictures of themselves. Oh, you know about donkeys? I like donkeys. Donkeys? On what planet would I want a donkey? Are you gonna
0: hate on Eeyore? I- donkeys kick that's like the one thing I know uh, about donkeys is that they kick you okay goats true. sure uh, that's about it that's all is <laughs>
1: they're, they're kind of they're kind of cute and uh I I don't mind donkeys too much. I love Polaroid uh, cameras and uh, they took some cool pictures that I'm hoping that the, you know, he'll bring out, you know, towards the finale, about, it, Hey, look what I have. And
0: it was pretty funny because he said that, because he said that he said that they took some like cute pictures. Uh, and then she goes, Oh cool. Can I see them? And he says, no, I don't have them with me. And, and, and I'm like, why bring it up, bro? <laughs> like, what are you doing? I know. It was pretty funny. He's like,
1: he already trashed him. Now she she actually uh, coined the term too. That I mean I haven't heard this, but I thought it was kind of cute in the moment. She's like I'm falling in like with you. Yes. And, yes. Uh, I thought their whole conversation while they were eating and stuff was great. I just I just loved their whole chemistry with each other. I think they're a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I she's she's in my top four. She she like catapulted herself from the bottom like five to ten for me up into my top four after this date.
0: That is true. She, um, wait, is, is Serena, is this the, is this the Serena that, that like played chess on like the opening night? It is. Oh, okay. Well then maybe I like her a little bit more. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Cause it, you love Queens Game. It's like, I guess it's just that we don't know en- enough about these girls. So it's like, uh, I'm still holding out on there are better ones there. <laughs>
1: okay well i guess well okay let's get into sarah the literally the rest of the episode was just all about sarah again sarah just stays in her room the entire time all the girls are talking crap about her as she's in her room she's she just doesn't want to come out It
0: yeah so like up until this point we didn't know that sarah hadn't left her room yet so like i kept like asking sarah i'm um, like dude has she left her room yet me and like what's going on and then and then these girls confirmed they haven't seen her for what has to be a couple days cuz it because like just how filming happens it's like the group date and then yeah yeah there had so it's just wild that she's like doing her own quarantine except not for covid just from like the drama of like those girls it's pretty wild
1: yeah and it was i, I guess it was when they when the card came for Serena peas. I guess it was that. Um, but you know, when that card arrived, she hadn't been down there and all the girls been talking about how she wasn't, you know, she wouldn't come out of the room, but then she like prances down there and sets down with them when the card came and it's like, okay, well you're going to show up when you want to see if you're actually on this date or not. And, uh, she wasn't, but it gave the rest of the girls the opportunity to, uh, light in on her. And that was the only moment that I felt uncomfortable because it was like 20 against one. But once again, it's like, you got to, you got to answer this stuff. You got to. And then it just took a turn from there because then she just stayed in her room. She never came out. The bullying had to like get to her, which I I, I get. And I think that probably had a bigger deal than yeah. what she would probably admit yeah. on that. Then I thought one of the, I want to say coolest moments, but like respect moments for me, was the conversation that Katie had. Oh, like, no wow. doubt. No doubt. I thought that was a huge conversation and I gained a lot of respect for Katie.
0: Yeah, I would say, um, I don't think Katie is in Matt's top four, but in Michael Agnew's personal top four, she is in that top four. Because I, like, so you know, like if there were just a handful of defining characteristics of me, it is that I root for the underdog. I just, like, I just identify with the underdog. So if someone is like uh, getting beat up or is getting bullied, no matter their character flaws, I will rally behind them. And and so it was at this moment that I went Team Sarah. I'm like, whoa, the punishment does not fit this crime right now. Uh, <laughs> it's not like she like, uh, it's not like she like dropped dirt to Matt about other girls. It's not like she like tried to sabotage other people. Um, she's just trying to just find where she Fits with Matt, and uh, who knows? It was when this moment
1: that I almost lost more respect for because oh. because it was all about just the I need the validation, all the stuff that had previously happened, and in this moment with Katie, they had a serious conversation about Sarah's family, which is a very serious deal. And then Sarah, you know, it's like, hey, I don't know about my dad's future. I don't know. She dropped the line of, it could be weeks. Then it started to shift. I'm like, okay, well, if this was about your family, then I I could understand all of that. So, like, I feel like there's a separation of, I get it if it's about your family, but it hasn't been about your family for any of the other stuff, because everything you've been talking about, why you've been upset, was like, I just need to know from Matt, like all this stuff. And I just, that's where, and if it's weeks of a future, you know, for your dad, like, why are you on the show? Like, I I just didn't, I, I didn't understand that. So then it's like, in my mind, she just sat there and took all that, took all the hate and the bullying from the girls, which I get. And it's like, all right, I can't do this anymore. So now I'm going to flip the narrative a little bit and I'm going to leave because I just want to be with my family. And which is a totally valid reason if that was the reason from the very beginning. And yeah, I mean, then she, yeah, then she went off and, and saw when she's like, I got to go tell Matt in person. I'm like,
0: Oh my, I know. I know. I thought she was going to stick around though. Did you think when she walked in that she was for sure going home? Yes. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, I did not think she was going home. The fact that she went home is adding to this narrative that she got bullied. And that's why she got sent home. If she (laughs) had, if Matt had convinced her to stay, I would not be team Sarah, but all of these things have led me to be team Sarah. He wanted her to stay. He did. And I think he tried, he tried hard too, because I think he really did feel
1: something for her. And, <clears throat> one of the parts about the Katie conversation, one Katie related with their family. She shared a personal story, and I thought, that, I mean, that was a genuine conversation. Yes, 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 yes. But something that about that Katie conversation was, she she straight up told Sarah, she's like, hey, even basically, I don't even though I don't like you, or whatever. If you have a connection with Matt, I think you owe it to Matt and the rest of everybody to like explore that because none of us want to be second options to Matt hmm. to where if like you were the first option, like you need to explore that. And I just thought that was a huge move by Katie of telling a girl like, Hey, you should stick around because we all don't want to be a second option. If if you end up being the first option, but she obviously didn't. She talked to Matt. Matt wanted to say she didn't. She, she drove away and Matt didn't shed a single tear. Neither did I.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, it was interesting. Like she did have this one barb where she said, like one of her reasonings for leaving was that the girls were toxic and were like bullying her. She actually like mentioned that about the girls, and it was at that so moment, Matt, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it was at that moment, like with Matt, where I'm like, dude, she just dropped this bomb, and she's gonna stay, and now Matt is gonna hate all of these girls, and. The fact that she left after that, I'm wondering if uh, if he's going to be like, dude, I really like Sarah. Now I hate you girls. Y'all all ruined it with me and Sarah or how that is going to turn out. But I have t- to say that whenever Sarah came down and like she was being bullied, uh, while I don't agree with bullying, finally, Victoria, Queen Victoria found a purpose She found her footing. She found her voice. She found her lane. If she can stick with this edgy version of Victoria, then I think that she has a place in uh, Bachelor Nation.
1: Oh, she has a place for sure. She has a place in Paradise. She has her own hut waiting for her in Paradise whenever Paradise happens. See, Victoria does.
0: Yes, like it was like up until this point, she was just like a knockoff Corinne or a knockoff Demi or a knockoff whoever. Um, but whenever she said that Sarah doesn't need Matt, Sarah needs a Xanax, I died. I just like audibly could not stop laughing. Like it was, uh, she said that whenever Sarah came down and, and so Sarah goes, and so Sarah goes, says that she has had numerous good conversations with like a few of these girls. And then Victoria looks around the whole circle and says, who is she talking to? Who has had a good conversation here? Who was she meaning about? And I'm like, yo, she's like ruthless. But it was funny, and and it was good.
1: She speaks her mind. Uh, all the stuff that you would think in your head that you would never say in front of people, Victoria just says it. She doesn't have that, like, filter that stops her from saying it. And yes. I do respect that about her because we need more blunt people in the world. Um, so this this episode ends and Sarah leaves, and this just goes in. I, I did a buy or sell earlier again about the girls liking Victoria, but this is a buy or sell for me. Do you buy or sell that we never see Sarah again?
0: Um, oh boy, like you mean because like this on- is
1: a classic one that she could come back later on. You mean like
0: on the show or like Bachelor in Paradise?
1: On this season.
0: I think that she does not come back.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: But I could see a there's world a, where a world. she does. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. yes, yes. <coughs> with her, with somebody like that, who he had a connection with that left on her own terms, we could see a almost called him Greg Ben, I guess a Ben situation, but Ben didn't leave on his own term. He got sent home and then he came back, but I could see uh yeah, I could see Sarah coming back, especially in this kind of, I don't have any more buyer sales that it was literally the Victoria one. And, uh, if we see Sarah again, but the promo for the coming week or so, the fact that I mean, the girls look like they are upended whenever more girls we get introduce to more girls next week, and uh, a returning girl who I honestly don't remember a ton about the Heather girl. What season was she on?
0: Oh, she was on Hannah B's season, or sorry, she was on Coltons season. She was the okay. girl that had never been kissed before. And Colton was her first ever oh. kiss
1: oh I remember that now okay interesting yes
0: I um I guess her and Matt know each other I don't know um
1: uh, yes I remember hearing that I just don't know much about her personality I don't remember her personality
0: no I think she's just like a quiet Christian girl which could be why oh, okay. um I think that she went to the same school that Cassie went to so she she was like friends with Cassie I think so. Okay. Okay. All
1: right. So, um, anything else about this episode, man? I mean, it kind of it kind of ends after Sarah leaves, and then it's we hey, still don't
0: know a lot about these girls, which which is like my yeah. only thing. Like, there's still like a lot. Like, I'm trying to make my my like top four, and. uh try not to have Serena in it. And I have no reason for Serena to not be in my top four. So, uh, yeah. So, so who is, okay. I'll,
1: I'll do mine real quick. I know, I know Brie is for sure in my top four. She's number one for me. Uh, I know that, um, Serena B I keep on saying it's P Serena P I know Serena P is in my top four. I had Sarah in my top four. Uh, so I guess, uh, I don't know if I lose that spot, if I just have a top three now, but, uh,
0: no, we'll still, yeah, we'll still keep top four. you. Yeah. She just gets replaced.
1: Okay. So Brie Serena P I'll go ahead and put Lauren in there. Um, yes, gosh, I had Rachel in there, but I I just don't,
0: well, I'll just leave and Abigail unless you're not. Okay. Abigail, Abigail. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll leave Abigail in there. Okay, for instance, I love Kayla. I love Kayla's limo entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've just not seen anything exactly. from her. Yeah. Like, like Harley, I mean, she had some one-liners about Sarah and she was pretty uh, um yeah, and she she was a part of the um I don't even know how to that date. The 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 interesting date at the beginning of the
0: episode, but
1: yeah, two girls that I I want to know more about is Kayla in Mari,
0: I feel like he, he I know. has
1: something with Mari, but I don't know much about Mari
0: her. Mari has been on my top four, but she's not, just because it's been three episodes. We don't know anything about her yet. Uh, all I know is that he bit her lip, or sorry, he bit his lip when, whenever he saw her, and uh, that oh, yeah. could only bring me so far. Like, I can't keep her in my top four for now. But she is on my honorable mention. Um, I, yeah, so I have Brie, Abigail, and Lauren for sure, all right? cuz okay. because while Lauren hasn't had her like one-on-one yet um they had that good conversation last week about uh about Christianity and Jesus and all of that stuff um yeah, so good. uh my only thing is is Katie if Matt could see what I don't know is like Matt doesn't know that Katie went to Sarah's room to like make sure to be like the peacemaker and so yeah. since he doesn't know that does he find out? Because I think if he finds out about that, then that'll make him feel good because it makes me because it, it makes me feel good. Um but something about Katie too that we forgot to mention
1: was when she went back to the girls and basically told them, Hey guys, we need to like tone it down because we don't know what people are going through. I thought that was yes, a moment too yes. of like, Hey, I'm gonna establish my leadership in this house and tell y'all. And they all listened to her too. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think that just like a very like mature yeah, 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 just, like, a, a mature way to, like, handle yourself and uh, just handle relationships. Boom, that sold me. I'm putting Katie in my top four. Uh, Let's go. After night one, I never in a million years would have would have thought this, but uh, she won me over.
1: Now I understand why she's a bank manager.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Rachel, Mari, and Serena are on my— uh, honorable mention list and and i Ooh. guess kayla but
1: yeah we don't know a lot about her yet you taking rachel out of your top four is uh kind of breaking news a little bit
0: oh i know oh gosh you're right
1: kit has anything changed for you about kit not me
0: but no she hasn't spoken up enough like like her time it's like she is allowing victoria to take all of the screen time and uh um, yeah it's not like Kit is going to have any actual connection with Matt. So she's just like wasting her time right now. She's like letting Victoria get all of the energy. And, uh, yes. Yeah.
1: I enjoy, uh, MJ speaking out as much as she does too. But I don't think she has a chance though.
0: Nah, I, I, I can't see it. I just can't see it.
1: All right. That's it. That's episode three. Next week, uh, episode four looks like it's gonna be a dandy. It looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. I hope fun so. And- we
0: need some new girls. We need some new girls. Um, not that yeah. I don't like this top four, but um, really, yeah, there's like eight girls that that I like, and it's like half of them could just go. And so, uh, we need some new fresh blood. That's for sure.
1: And I feel like I feel like a lot of them are are similar too. There's no like wild card to where like. Wow, you're you're so much different than the other girls that you can, uh, which I mean I guess is fine, but we'll see. It looks like there will be some more. Uh, it looks like let's say it looks like Victoria will have some challengers when it comes to who gets yes. the attention and drama yes. moving forward. Can- All right, guys, we'll see you uh, next week as uh, we recap episode four and follow us on Twitter at Out of the Limo.
0: All right, peace. peace out. <laughs>